do you want to use this pillow as like when you have your, when you have no when you have your thought you're supposed to have that in your hand. <laughs> Pass it back and turn it dark. <laughs> hey, you, yeah. hey, you've been on your therapy the, shit the for therapy real. pillow. Wait. Hey man, you want to get your shit off, bro? You, no, 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 no. You no. have the pillow. Y'all just you missed have it. The pillow. Fam just gave us a group therapy note and don't have a public girlfriend. <laughs> going to group therapy without a public girlfriend is sick, fam. Who are you going to group therapy with? Bro, everything's a case study to me. All right, G. <laughs> you officially are sick. This nigga's sick, bro. <laughs> just trying to see what's up, man. We took a whole week off. I feel like shit. No, nah, we really did. And folks, and folks was giving us a hard time about it. I too. know. But I can't even can't even blame nobody. No, I understand why. Yeah. <laughs> we just we just kind of you know in a way lucked up that there was a global pandemic that happened at the exact same time. And I'm, that's that, fully that, what we're gonna blame that, it on. That, that gave us. That's what it was. Gave us an out. SK, say bye to everybody before you just dip out. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> I'll be back. Oh man, let's do it. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. We are at a new location. Shout out to SK, uh, Slapwagon. Um, this is episode 98. It yeah. should be 99. Fuck me for not for being annoying um, and not doing. We just didn't do last week's. I, so L hit me mm-hmm. and was like, yo. Man, my bad. This <laughs> is <It's like, laughs> a day later. A day later. But I purposely didn't. You know how when you want to do something, you'll hit a nigga. You'll nudge him just to see like, yo, just reminding you, I didn't hit this nigga all day on Sunday. I was surprised by that too because <laughs> I was like, I, don't, I didn't know how much time I was going to get over on this because yeah. I was like really not in the space to actually be ready to call in anything. <laughs> Neither was I. So it was just, and then it was, then it would have been a remote episode. It yeah. wouldn't have been any video and just trying to find some consistency with the video. The cool thing about this whole fucking quarantine shit is that we can finally lock in on and dial in on the video. Mm-hmm. And then I have my weekly, uh, Kev, Kevin and I, shout out my bro Kev, Kev Allen. Um, we have our weekly Monday, Tuesday, and I was able to snag Wednesday session with SK over here finishing up the tape. And he was like, bro, you do the podcast? Try it out at the space just to see. Like, just try it. And uh, here we are. Um, and so far, so fucking dope. Splash. Was able to throw it up together. It's comfortable. It look. I hope it looks good. I didn't see Lex. How you look? How you feel over there? I feel good. Okay. Lex, Lex is on the third mic today. So I welcome. Got, Lex got his job back in full and got a promotion, nigga. He got man, a microphone. Man, Mike. <laughs> Mike vid Lex. Shout out to the Corona. Throw them together, bro. Shout out to the Corona. <laughs> hey. Now, so welcome back, y'all. L, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. This uh, this week hiatus uh, really allowed me to dial back into my bag. Yeah. Because the person that would have been present for last week would not have possibly like that would have been a person that we probably would have to just throw away. <laughs> just throw away that just, episode, just, or just throw, throw away the person. No, just throw that person. Away. The person. <laughs> like disregard everything that person was about to say. <laughs> I apologize in advance for that person that we did not hear. Wait, so we're good. So L, so L, cut. He goes. He he. he no, but he let me know early in the week. Like, hey, we got to do a remote. I'm like, bet no biggie. And then I start seeing the shit that he's posting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't know if we're gonna do a show. Like in my mind, I was like, I don't know if we're gonna do a show. It was gra- this, it was gradually progressing. Yeah, just okay. based off the type of time he was on. And then the the very last thing we got from him was like at four shit in the got morning. Wild. Four Saturday four, night. Bro. Saturday night, Sunday morning, four a.m. And I'm like, oh, we definitely not doing a show because the fact that I was up was like, okay, we're gonna. I'm not gonna be worth the damn. And had we had hella shit to do Sunday. Um. 
But we none nonetheless, we are here. Mm-hmm. Lex Bub, how you feeling? I feel great. Um, is it weird to be on mic? Yes. Yeah. You're not really a mic like a microphone nigga. You always are behind the camera. Damn. Not as not see, but that's why I don't fuck with you because that's not true. You fully be acting and shit. Like you, I've seen at least three shorts with you in it. All three of those shorts wasn't my idea though. But you was in them though, and killed it by the way. I'm a team player. <laughs> <laughs> so Lex walks in. I'm like, and we're setting up the mics. SK's like, so you want all three? And I was like, yeah. Cause every time, every time you are here, you off mic and not say nothing. It's like he should just be on mic. Um, but I don't. Anyway, let's get to the show. Missed you guys. Lot to get, lot to get to. The world is fucking crumbling around us. Uh, I don't know how scared you guys are. This is like routine shit for me though. Just being in the house mm-hmm. all the fucking time by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, here we are, quarantine and shit. Mm-hmm. If there's anywhere to be, if if shit broke down right now, I'd be fine in here. And L would be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Lex <laughs> might be okay, but L would be like, I'm getting the fuck. You guys are not locking me in the studio for fucking thirty days. Um, yeah, now I gotta get to my safe space. But once I, once I'm in there, though, I can definitely just stick around. The pandemic. Yes, I've never it's heard here. that. I've never heard that word before until this week. So bear with me. It's for crazy. This will, this will be the first one that we really went through as a U.S., which lets you know just how spoiled we are over at the or on the U.S. side. Like shit doesn't really reach us. Like it, it gets to us. Uh, like we've had pandemics before, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't on this scale. What would it be considered? Uh, what would be considered a, a U.S. pandemic? What is it? Shit, we've had uh, measles or some shit. Yeah, it'd have been like I think we I think it was I think the bird flu was a thing for a minute. Bird flu? Um there was a there was a couple, but it wasn't like anything that was large though. Like it, it was something that was it it was it was so small in numbers that we all just laughed it off like we started off doing this one. So is it Huh? Like SARS? Or like something? SARS. Yeah. Like, is it, so, but like, is SARS, it, like SARS is happening around us, but it didn't hit anybody close to us, so we didn't trip up. So what's happened? What, so, by the, by the, so the numbers have increased enough for us to acknowledge it, or is it how we consume media now? Because I think that's the hard part I'm having. Um, the whole washing your thing, hands hygiene thing is like easy to make fun of, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you've been around white people forever like it's just it's just a thing right yeah, yeah. so i get i guess that's that's easy that's like an easy thing to make fun of but then there is also the reality that ow I, I never sars bird flu um even even while we're watching a documentary um on ebola last night and that shit was like ebola zika it was just things it's things that we've heard about but it wasn't something that like and that whole document like broke out. That whole documentary was dedicated to America's ignorance, right. um, and 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 the the privilege of not having that shit land at your doorstep. But, um, but you also know that what what uh, what was in place at that time when all those things did not break out the way that this one broke out. There was a whole department that didn't get fired by the president. Hmm. Do you know the pandemic like the that the group? That that is actually here to you know sniff out pandemics and nip them in a bud before they actually like take over the U.S. area. That's what that documentary was on. That part got that part got fired <laughs> by our current administration, hmm. and they completely just swept under the rug. Like 
you know, how are we supposed to know that there was going to be a pandemic? Wow. That's, that's what that group is for. <laughs> since we didn't, since we didn't have one yeah. that would, in our most recent future, uh, most recent history, then therefore we don't, we don't acknowledge, we don't acknowledge it that, you know, we needed them. So there you go. Jeez. So, so this is, so, so, but I guess the point that I was getting to is like, this shit ain't by accident then. It just, if we can, if we, if we want to start with conspiracy corner, it feels, it has that feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's easy to dismiss and, and laugh at now because the world has stopped, but it all just feels so theatrical and dramatic. The, the ship that's docked in Jack London and all, it's just like, what the fuck is going, like, what is this? You know, and then the fear, watching how it, Watching how, especially because we, we're on the cusp of phones and I, internet. I love how they try to act act as if Oakland had the only dock that was big enough for that for that uh, ship. <laughs> was like they, they're wild. That was for the that only. Ship. That was the only place that big ass ship. They're, could they're, they're wild for that shit. But yeah, okay, go ahead. But the so our 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 generation, I would say, I would say thirty thirty five to to twenty. Let's, let's just go. Let's just make it even 10, 30, 25 to 35. Mm-hmm. But that's not even true because it's a significant this this particular group, because I'm 30. That particular maybe it's maybe it's 30 to 30 to 35, really. Because mm-hmm. we're I'm right on the cusp of like nigga, internet everything, right? Bear share and LimeWire and all that. Like where you just spent hours on the internet when mm-hmm. you got home. Mm-hmm. That I felt like that started with with us. Maybe mm-hmm. a year or two before, but I feel like I'm that way. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, like nigga, you made a cho- like it was a cognitive choice. Like, damn, do I want to hoop today or do I want to download hours and hours of music type shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in the process of that, how a lot of those sites were able to even stay alive was ad dollars. Didn't know it then, but in hindsight, it was like ah, so you see all these weird pop ups for weird, just weird shit. Uh, if <laughs> you just start like literally. All these spam pop-ups would happen early because that's how the that's how the websites were, were being funded. No one knew it at the time, but we know it now. So now, when all these things come at us, my age group in particular, our our age group in particular, is a little bit more conditioned to be able to deal with the the just fake news that's always existed. Right? People are able to get their agendas off. It's the same as newspapers and news. And if you could afford the ad spots, then you probably gonna get your shit off. Mm-hmm. So now. The whole world's sort of beats and measure is to consume that way, but a, there's a there's a significant part of the population that was never conditioned to personally filter through the shit. Mm-hmm. The, the, that goes for the older group and the younger group. It's the it's the niggas in the middle that can filter the shit on their own. Mm-hmm. The older group and the younger group can't filter mm-hmm. at all, so they're just getting all this fake news and going, "It's it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true," without any ability to filter or, or fact check. And the fear is so rampant. Sure. And the most disgusting part is like, if this is true, niggas going to buy in bulk just for you is probably the worst thing to do. Mm-hmm. But it it just I guess I guess with anything, I, even how I how I deem, excuse me, even how I deem like one on one relationships, right? Mm-hmm. You can't really say you fuck with somebody until, like, 
real panic and fear yeah, and like fans, like, like you know like some real some see real them, tension. See them, see them under yeah certain level of stress. I guess I want I want to uh, let me know the real you when you find out the real you found out the real about people nigga we got to travel with them. <laughs> and be in a little confined ass room with Man. them. Um, Shit, to spend multiple days around each other for multiple hours. Where all the cool like, come where, on. like where there isn't other things to get yourself into that will distract you from Man. each other. Man, the shit you can learn about people is is fascinating. Man. So here we are, right? Mm-hmm. And I, before even getting to whether it's real or not, how is it just the flu? I, I can't. Can't even get there, cause it's a, it's a strand. It's a it's a strand that they don't have. So the thing is, is that it's a strand of the flu that does not have a uh, doesn't have a cure yet, and they will not have one uh, for basically a little bit more than a year. So around eighteen months. Hmm. So the idea. So the only thing that we have to think about when we come to like these type of times, like this type of measure, is not so much like. For one, we have to temper our own fears in order to operate at our ultimate efficiency as a as a as as beings. Like we have to figure out how to block our fear out and t- listen to uh, professionals who know what they're talking about, or at least know know how to stifle 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 some of this some of this some something that's coming our way. Yes, which is what is going to happen so our um so basically the idea is that the u.s's situation is damn near spot on to what's going on in italy Hmm. and italy is already on full lockdown over there we are about a week behind of what their situation is so what's happening behind closed doors is that they're looking at what's the best plan of action before they shut this entire thing down because yeah. people are going to have to self-quarantine because we were not prepared beforehand for something of this magnitude yeah. for one people's fear and then people that are actually sick and then the amount of hospitals we have, the amount of hospital beds, the um, amount of attention. Cause once you get, we have, you, we don't have, we don't have tests for one. So that's, that's all your thing. But when you do get you can't you can't get tested it's more sort of processing of it so when they do test you the processing time that it takes for you to get back the information on if you have this yeah. um is so it, it has so many days in between it that there's no way to do testing on you know hundred thousand of people at the exact same time yeah. so we have to self-quarantine people out until they have the actual symptoms and then you can go to these places but we have to filter that process so the whole everybody feared everybody in this uproar about what's possibly going on does have some merit to it not not the way that people are reacting to it this way like they're like completely losing their shit it's not doomsday for you but it is a certain level of urgency to it that i don't think everybody's operating with because of the lack of knowledge on what they're going to do when they shut shit down, best believe people are going to be losing their shit. Yeah. So you just have to be prepared for what uh, other people's um, reaction to when that news drops. Because I know when that damn state of emergency happened, I was privy to it. But the state of emergency dropping, that initially started the first round of the fear that we're going to receive. 
people can still go outside. People can still move around the way that they want to do. They can go to them bar as long as it's still open. They can still do these social gatherings if they if it's still allowable for now. But when the next phase happens, when you take that shit out of the equation, people are going to get a little antsy. People are already getting a little antsy because they have to stay home from work. If you if you work in San Francisco, your ass got to stay at the house. So that means you're in your house, you're getting a little antsy already. When they say you can't go outside unless you're going to the store to pick up more supplies, then you're going you're gonna people are gonna lose their shit. So that's the only thing that we're literally thinking about. I just think that we have to be uh, a little more cognizant of the possibilities of what can take place in something like this when you're dealing with for one i hate to say it when you're dealing with people who are naturally they're gonna they're bringing out the natural colors in the first they are afraid when people are afraid they can do anything i want to be prepared for people who are afraid i don't give a fuck about the actual virus itself i, I care about people who are who, who can be affected by it including myself or who I can affect if I was the attracted, uh, contracted, then I would be affecting other people as well. I do. I am afraid of that part. I have not not afraid, but I do. I'm cognizant of that. Mm. But I think more so about the people who just don't react well on these on these, these type that's, of conditions. So that's where that's where I'm at. And there's a lot of those people in positions of power to make decisions that affect everybody. And they do it in a drop of a dime. Oh my goodness. Random question. Do you guys think about the homeless people and what's going to happen to them? So that part... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go no, so, so that part is already is already something that was, a, that was discussions that happened a week ago. It hasn't come out yet, but those are discussions that have already took place that they would be, of course, the ones who contracts it. At, they, they could potentially already have it, but they do not have access to getting tested for it. Yeah. So therefore, they're already passing it along. That's the idea that that, that they have for that, that that's for sure where it could be nested at. So now what would happen to them after the fact? Amen. I'm not I'm not in those rooms, but I, I can tell you that it's it's not it's not it's not a good feeling, bro. It's not a good feeling. Yeah, I I keep I keep going not 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 even back and forth. I just I struggle I struggle with fear mongering. Mm-hmm. Um and then I also struggle with how how history how do you, how do I say? It? I struggle with our lack of appreciation for history. Mm. Um, I'm I I wasn't the best student. Let's keep it up. I like to keep it a buck. But for whatever reason, like historical like dates and facts, whether it be bullshit or not, always fascinated me and always kind of thrived in that realm. Um, and then even if the his let's say let's say it is bullshit. Even if it is bullshit, there is a there is a space where you you study even the bullshit to kind of find the answer in the approach or when certain elements of the history is replicated in an attempt to fear and sway the economy and like dramatic shifts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the core of every recession plague is some sort of ill-ass illness for real and how 
the dynamics and the power shifts take place with with owner with ownership, physical property, and and because people I think people think about it in like ten and like like physical like money, mm-hmm. and it's like it's not where the the wealth and the power is sustained. It's not just like it's a lot of it's a lot of the like shit we'll never ever see in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, so just looking at what the stock market's doing, for example, and some of some of the commodities that are that the world depends on. And what they're doing, like it's it's hard not to get wrapped it into, holy fuck, this this on some level, this feels manipulated, and not the virus, mm-hmm. the the ability to benefit off the fear that the virus is sort of perpetuating is what is where I'm at. So I'm beyond. The, I'm not uh-huh. I'm not going all there in the factory making this virus and they're just sprinkling this shit on people. No, 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 no. I'm. This might be a real super. No, it, it it really it really started in China. It really started in funny thing. It really it had really started with the uh, with the wealthy in China. Uh, wasn't the bat? So it wasn't the yeah. bat idea. Yeah. People, did, people weren't eating the bats, but it was that they were eating exotic shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still do that. They're trying to um, sanction that. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, that is where this strand came from. Um, and then it multiplied from there. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the 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 idea that it's here, and then once it's here, it's like, yo, we can we can we can we can ramp this up for real for real, and watch and watch what it does to Medicare, Medicare, and watch what it does to people's social securities and their four hundred one ks. I'm like, oh, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, and my whole my whole, my interest in and stocks and shit is is fairly recent, but it doesn't it doesn't take that long to kind of figure out sh- market shares and like when to buy and when to like when to sell and like nigga, this is the buyer's market right now. If you got it, like if you got it for real, they're not gonna tell nobody that. But that's what this discussion. They're not talking about no virus at their dinner tables and breakfast tables and the, the the gatherings that they're still attempting to have, they like, yo, if you got any bread right now, go buy up every fucking thing and watch it work. Oh, definitely. So well, I, I, these things aren't meant for like the poor, for the poor, like the poor, <laughs> the poor are the ones that have to worry about the, the, the actual, like, what is it? The, they have to they have to worry about the immediacy the immediacy of the problem. Yeah, that's not like a that's not a wealthy deal. Yeah. Wealthy deal, yes, you're correct, because they can go chill out in the middle of nowhere and be a okay. You know, seclude themselves in this moment. So you ain't really got to worry about that. And they can still make their decisions from there. But yeah, damn. Um, I was thinking more so just about like the the plan of action that folks are taking, not not in the streets, but I'm talking about uh, politicians, uh, uh, politicians, government, um, people that you would think would be of importance um, for situations like this. If there was an outbreak, not saying that this one would be one, but in these type of situations, they're taking the same precautions that you would take if there was a doomsday. Hmm. Like there are bunkers set up. There are, uh, you know, like the the secret room that's uh, away from, you know, everyone else where you grab the most important people and 
get them in there. That type of stuff. <laughs> that type of stuff is a thing, bro. Like, Fuck, so it's man. just like it's. Fuck. Know. What uh. <laughs> watching all the memes of like when black people take shit serious and the fact that the NBA being canceled is like when niggas was like, yo, this shit might be real. That I, 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 I ain't laugh. gonna lie, that shit was wild. <laughs> that shit was wild because like when I, when I got home from work and, the, oh, uh, and turn on, turn on a little turn on TV or whatever, and you could just feel the urgency in everybody's voice yes. when they was talking. I didn't yes. know what was taking place yet. Yeah. And then they were they showed the little pan over to the uh, the jazz and OKC <laughs> leaving the courts and they were quarantining the oh room. Oh my god, bro! And then they stopped that that uh, Zion from playing basketball. I was yeah. like, oh shit, yeah, now nah, we about to get it's about to get real now, fellas. niggas. Niggas are hilarious, bro. <laughs> it's about to get real, fellas. like because it was it was a joke to everybody. Not and then the second the NBA was canceled, it was like, yo, all right, this shit, this shit might be real. It's like, fam. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't been y'all ain't been watching the news at all. Like y'all niggas just don't care at all. I just I don't know. I just I, it's hard not to find the humor in in all of this. And no, it's true. I think that's but I think that's also like a a, a U.S. thing though, because you at in the U.S. there's so little that comes across our tables, yeah, and really touches us. You know what I mean? Like it's not like we're where we have overwhelming, like it's not like a third world country where we have to fight for our lives every single day. Man. You know what I mean? So we're so spoiled in so many ways that we don't take this shit seriously, bro. Like yeah. when something like this pops up, we just be like, oh, that's wild for somebody. For somebody. You know what I mean? Like until until like that shit touches somebody of our own or somebody that we know, yeah. uh, then that's when it gets important. So like yeah. when, when names were getting it is when I think people started going going to these stores and getting their shit. So, like, you know, for us, it had been uh, Rudy Gobert and, uh, and Donovan and Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. For a lot of other people, it would be uh, uh, Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and his wife. Once they heard, when they saw Tom Hanks and his wife, they was like, oh, shit, folks are actually... The celebrities folks, folks aren't immune. Yeah. Yeah, somebody can get this. You know what That's, I mean? So. That's just sad. It's just sad. It's hard not to see it as sad. It, it, it For me. It just it's like wait what what are what are what are what are we what are our real values right, um, how we, how we again how we process how we filter, is is we have we hold there's such a value for celebrity in the states completely um, that something like this wasn't an issue for anybody until the celebrities that you named were infected or tested positive and I was like yo this is crazy like literally there are people that genuinely didn't give a shit until those names were dropped um the NCAA holding on the NCAA was ready to play in front of no fans because like losing the hit of ticket sales and like merch and shit was one thing but the betting that the brackets generate is like nah we can't walk away from this bread so before the like the time, think about the timeline of that. Before the NBA cancels, the NBA is like, "Yo, we might just play in front of no fans," and they're like, "Nah, we might just cancel the shit." But they didn't say; they still hadn't said. Because remember, like, this is like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. They were asking LeBron, like, "Yo, commissioner says no fans." Like, "Oh man, I'm playing in front. I ain't want to. I don't want to play if there ain't no fans." You know, like no one, still no one knew. The NCAA had already been like, hey, we just not going to have no fans, period. The tourney is still happening. 
And they held, even after the NBA canceled their season, they still were running. Like, they were still getting ready to have people fly to, like, what? So there is this, I don't know, man, just to watch. Watch how the world either turns or doesn't, depending upon what the profit margin is, is also convoluting how real this is, too. Hmm. You know, because there's a lot of, it's a lot of money being lost. The 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 independent stores, the mom and pops, my bad. What you got, Lex? My bad. The thing that fucked me up was I'm telling some of my friends like they canceling they canceling the NBA. Yeah. So WonderCon and Comic Con ain't gonna happen. Yeah. They're like, nah, we still good. We still rolling. They're sending me links. WonderCon's like, yeah, everything else is closing, but we just taking measures. We'll be good. They didn't cancel the shit until Friday afternoon. They finally came by. Was like, uh, okay, we have to. But we just gonna move it a couple of weeks, and then they posted another one saying, "Yeah, it's we, canceled. Yeah, it's it's pushed back. We don't know the date." The, f- the fact that Coachella was holding on as long as they were, South by Southwest literally canceled like two days before, mm-hmm. and isn't refunding people their money. Like that's that's, it, that's sick with it, because it's so so much. Like they they got two day, they got two three days away from opening their doors. They can't afford it. Like that money spent for them. Um. Uh, African Jazz Fest in Dakar. Yeah, they got um, messed up, bro. I'll be at their front door. Front door. Yeah. For, li- literally. Um, every Everything. Everything. But the... the um, But then that's also like the black person thing where like you don't pay for anything in advance like that. So the fact that I did. <laughs> so the fact that I did and you telling me I, I can't have my money back, you got me fucked nah, up. But still, you'd be like, it's when? I bet. Well, I'm going to wait till you know, we can get to like closer then just in case anything else happens because but that's that's but see (laughs) our (laughs) our hesitation and our sort of last minuteness is justified and shit like this we we have gut feelings from we got we we have instincts set in from our ancestors bro (laughs) 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 they tap us whatever shit just don't feel right see but that's that's why i'm sick because i call myself trying to plan in advance bruh when stuff start getting canceled and I start trying to retrieve certain deposits and shit like that mm. and couldn't, mm. that almost caused a meltdown on its own. Mm. And then I start thinking about like, yo, if this is what my overhead is and this is what my potential loss is mm. for just this run of shows, holy fuck, what are the small business owners going through right now? Mm. Um, so uh, so that, that's another part of it too. Man, if if there was any time to piece up to to form conglomerates and in in small unions amongst families and friends and supporters and collaborators and shit like that, man, y'all better click up now, because mm. I like that's just a I on the on the scale that's just a fraction for me. I can't even begin to fathom what other people are going through. This is we are a small independent operation that functions as if. And we get get it all the time. Like, yo, who 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 you signed to? What's your what's your label situation? Nigga, what the fuck fuck label you talking about? Label? Hmm. <laughs> Who am I signed to? What? <laughs> How much was that advance? What? <laughs> are you what are you saying right now? Um so nah man, I just that that's it. I just 
No, I guess we could spend all day on it. That's man. that's a big topic, man, because that's that's a that's a part that people aren't privy to. Because on the other end is just like people who are you know um, that are out of work um, or will not have work. Yeah. Um, you got to think about the service industry. Yeah. Uh, where you know once they do um, postpone or stop you would say uh the ability to go to restaurants and go to anywhere that you can gather you know bodies of people hmm. uh, will be where they lose out on their job um you know a lot of those people are on tips um and get their get paid underneath the table uh they don't they don't report that shit to the government so they won't have any aid from that oh man uh so and they're pretty sure they didn't uh, you know the, the vast majority of that is you know, not thinking in advance of a rainy day. Mm-mm. So how could you? Yeah. How could you? This we we're talking about that shit the other night. This ain't set up for no rainy day. You know how much, you know how much you got to be making to be thinking about a, a rainy day for real. That's real. Like <laughs> that's real. But but I think but I hope that it puts in the context though um, for a lot of folks um, of putting aside what you can possibly put aside if you can. Um, and it's not, it doesn't have to be large amounts because you would want to be able to invest things and, you know, um, put it into use for you. Uh, but there is a, there is something to be said about just in case, bro, because like this, this should be an open, this should be a, 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 a opener for a lot of folks that, Everything shouldn't cannot be about the perception from the outside hmm. because what is all of your designer shit gonna do for you right now? In in you you in theory you're right. I'm rolling. What is it gonna do for you right in now? In theory, in theory, because in theory you're right. Hopefully you got the, all that shit stocked up to the ceiling in your in your in your house or your apartment. The, the and, unfortunate, sad truth of that shit is like. There's still there's still a significant way from rainy rainy day to by the time I tr- commute to and from work, pay for childcare, and and just 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 your day to day right mm-hmm. your commute on a day mm-hmm. your childcare for the day mm-hmm. and your 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 the necessities to live for that day. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that go to work every fucking day still in the day in the red. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So, I the 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 instant gratification or the 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 sort of balancing act that a pair of J's or or something designer does for people. I can't even be mad at people for that shit because they like they go to fucking work every day and still are upside down. I understand. I get it. I just, it's hard. But we don't live in a third world country, bro. We don't. Like all that American shit can kiss my ass. Facts. Bro, like re- like real Facts. life, bro. Like this Facts. is all of this is all American problems that you're telling me. Like you having to get over your men- your mentality when it comes to how rough it is on soil that does not have problems. Like you have social problems, yes. Uh you have class problems, yes. You have a lot of problems that we build 
that is really smoke and mirrors from real issues like something that is something that people have to deal with and people who relocate here to have the problems that you have hmm. it's just a different way to look at it bro that's all like i i get it i get it How, but i the, get it when we were looking we were looking in our phone all day at people that look like they got shit great i get it 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 it, it puts something in your belly that why don't I have that too? It, that just that feels really unfair to say to poor people. I get it, and I don't mean I don't even mean poor. I don't even mean poor like financially. I get it. Like check the check, check the check. Even, check no, no, no. Check, I don't even check the check would be like. I a, don't even mean check the check. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, experience wise and like mental bandwidth. Mm. Like I, I just I feel I feel really I feel really really blessed. To have seen some shit and have a second chance at, like, a shout out to the Montgomerys, Mona and Bill and May. Like, nigga, I didn't have no concept of fucking financial literacy until mm-hmm. I met them people. Like, I just, I had never had those discussions before, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's not any knock on anyone coming up. It's just that survival shit is just, it's just different. No, it's real. It's a, that's a different beast and being a product of that. It's real. That's, and, that's and then the, coming out of it, I'm, I'm cause I'm with you. I'm like, Oh, I don't. And I, and I went through that. Like I remember coming back from school. That is a, that is a disease that nobody, that people don't recognize as a disease. Okay. Bet. Survi- okay. Okay. Survival, bet. So we, survival, survival is a disease. Bet. I'm with you. If we, if that's where we rocking from, I'm with, I'm with you 100% on everything you just said. Yeah. Cause if yeah. we, if we, if we, if we acknowledging the survival shit as a disease, I, everything you said is 100% Completely. Valid. Completely. Yeah. completely. Yeah. We got to get over our survival. We got to get over PTSD. Yeah. Those thing, those two things right there in a lot of these communities is what holds us in the exact and same ca- and fucking captivity with no fence, bro. It's it's exactly the most insane time. shit to watch, to watch us, and that because I, I I do still there's still there is still um, survival shit that I subscribe to mm-hmm. unknowingly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I mean that's a large portion of of life on life while being here. It's just, it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? like that's a that's a lot to un- un- unwrap and but, uncover. But once you uncover it, proud that shit, the, the 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 conflict that that creates. Because mm-hmm. I'm with you, like, bro, this shit, all this shit, silly. But I, how I, I can't tell nobody that if they ain't seen it for themselves. No, 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 no. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here to tell people. Yeah. Like, I'm here to just bring that bring that to the forefront that's all yeah um take with that what you like uh facts but you know that's all that's all my conversation be like bro like i just throw that shit out there and if you gravitate to it you gravitate to it but uh i did want to acknowledge though do you understand that that's how sick with it that that would be classified as a luxury in our community what which oh it's uh, it's to become aware of that Hmm. And then take the necessary steps to try to get out of that. The fact that that's like, considered the, luxury, yeah. Like that part is actually the luxury of it, it and that considered that's considered our luxury when, like, you know, actually you move into this phase of like awareness. Yes. And and for like whenever you said, mental bandwidth, like is it like growing that part of things yeah. is the luxury yeah. in our community? You would say because you have to be able to step. Enough away, enough. You have to have enough of an outer body experience mm. to be able to see yourself 
in a struggling situation <laughs> and say that Ain't I nobody need to you get... having to work that hard. It's cr- that's crazy. My nigga, that's like, crazy. Like, like, re- like real life, that's a lot. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot. And there's a lot of things that have to go your way. Like, I'm not going to say yeah. that it's just on you. Like, there is a lot of luck involved, too, I would say. Yeah. Because you have to catch breaks in certain portions of life that then it would allow you to be able to take those steps. You know yeah, what I mean? You have to catch breaks. You have to you catch have to breaks catch at break. different points. Oh, man. You niggas came to pod today. My nigga, it's been, it's been two weeks, bro. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. <laughs> it's been two weeks, and we got quarantined at the same exact time, bro. Like, like, like we said in our group text, my nigga, wait till, the, wait till you see what our group text going to be like if we got to stay at the house. Oh, my God. Like, we got to forcibly be stated? Like, Any, some shit that's outside anything of is good. Like, anything is getting <laughs> dropped we, in the group chat. Because we, we, we re-hit the group chat there with some wild topics. It was just like, damn, my nigga, where y'all been at? You know what is becoming apparent? Hmm. And we always knew it because we, you and I, especially talk about it a lot. Yeah, nigga, the value of fear. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Completely. Fear the, the. We got a whole nation built off of it, bro. What's what's a what is a what is a bigger commodity than fear, other than like water, probably? Hope, belief. That feels like that feels like that gets. It's, a, it's, it's a, all in. It's on this side. Yeah, yeah, hope and it's belief it's feels it's like it's, it's a sub brother. a subset of fear, Completely. right? Completely. And I'm thinking about education through fear, religion through fear. Um, um, oh, empl- religion empl- is number one. Employment <laughs> through employment through fear. That's up there. Yeah. Got one more for you. Huh? Film. They have showed that horror fans are the most forgiving fans. And they're the most supportive. And that's why, like, if you think about, like, that's for, for example. Mm. Nigga, please say that on the mic one time. Mm. Oh, which part? Start horror from the beginning. The yeah. fear, the for horror film shit. Like, yeah. horror films, horror fans. Because this is, a, hold on, this is a theory I had before hearing this. And mm. the fact that he's saying it <laughs> is blowing my mind. Go ahead, my bad. Horror fans mm-hmm. are the most forgiving yeah. and the most supportive. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, a franchise, for example, like Jason. Mm-hmm. When they had Jason in outer space, like, Niggas you got to think, a lot of people were like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. But the real horror fans, they're like, ah, oh, we, we got to support it anyways. And then when they come out with the next Jason, we going to be there for that one, too. It's like, it's shown even, like, a lot of independent filmmakers will start off making a horror fan, like a horror film, just to try to get some kind of, core fan base mm-hmm. that will really support them. Hmm. Yeah. That's true because I'm I'm a non-stop believer in Bloomhouse. And Bloomhouse can make some bullshit. <laughs> Nigga, I will fuck with Brown with Bloomhouse till there is no more Bloomhouse. You sat there and watched it when they came out the movie of the month? Oh yeah, the Hulu? Yeah, the the yeah. uh the After Dark shit? Yeah. yeah. Why not? I I Oh, Into the Dark. That that was only fascinating for me because there's a lot of people that that present themselves to be proponents of the that present themselves to be empathetic figures. Mm. But when it comes to horror films, have this almost crippling panic. It's like, ah, I don't, for whatever reason in my brain, those two things can't go together. <laughs> and I know that's a stretch and I probably should explain it. And I, don't, I right now, I, for whatever reason right now, I can't mm. to be, 
scared and jumpy is one thing, but to internalize and process something that is clearly yeah. a stage play and theatrics to internalize it so much that you have crippling fear. Phobia. Yeah. That you develop a phobia on that. Yeah. You know, the imagination. Oh my gosh. And then to, but the, but then to go a step further, to wrap it up into religion, aha, we've landed here, mm. you know? And so there's progressions and there's steps to this shit. Mm-hmm. And again, so what makes the number one commodity behind water, nigga? And, and I would say even be, I'd, I'd even say I'd even wrap water in to fear. Niggas, it's a lot of people that don't drink no water at all. At and all. out of fear go, I should probably drink some water today. I ain't had none all week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You ain't drink water all week? Nigga, I go, bro, my, my body start tripping if I ain't had water in like a couple hours, bro. And keep it a buck. Like, I don't even know. I don't even want to know what them insides look like and you ain't had water all week, bro. Bruh, I, you know how many people I heard say, I don't really fuck with water like that. Nigga, how? <laughs> that's how the Rona here for real. Niggas that don't fuck with water. Y'all got to stop, man. See, that's people that's really afraid, though, because they know they got some shit up in their past. Like, bro, like, nigga, my immune system might not be the greatest, bro. <laughs> I need to. I need to. I'll fuck with water once a week. Who are you, fam? But it's it's that fear shit. And so I've been thinking, like, as the week, as the as the details have been unfolding, and people are sitting on the edge of their seat. Also, you a borderline serial killer, bro, if you ain't had water. Like, if, if you don't fuck with water like that. Bro, to say the words, Because I, I feel really like there's no way that your that your body, like, your your mind can function correctly. Without water. I feel like I feel like you can make up some, like, you can probably visualize some shit that's out of the norm that just, you know, and you'll make sense of it, too. Like, oh, yeah, that, that, he cut me off, so I had to blast his ass real Nigga, cause y'all, cause y'all twelve Mountain Dews right now. Yeah, cause you ain't had, cause you ain't had no water, G. What is bro, going on? on a sugar rush, nigga. Thirty six. Oh man. And two Red Bulls, bro. Exactly, bro. You too grown for this shit. Are we? Do we have anything in in and anything else in and around the virus right now? Are you? Uh, how you? How y'all feel? Um, I mean, my whole my whole thing is to for people to take it a little more seriously if not a lot more seriously hmm. if 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 only to protect yourself and those that you love um regardless of if uh there's a possibility that you can contract it or even know what the hell happens if you can't if you do contract it like what the extent of the the issue will be i would say you have to move as if this um, this government since they now have full control, um, or they I think they still have the vote on that, but hmm. still has to go to the Senate. But once they once they do have full control, they can do whatever they want, and that is and within bounds of that is martial law, and you have to think about what happens when everybody has to isolate themselves. How crazy people can be. I want y'all just to be a little bit more cognizant of the possibilities. Yeah, that's all. You still have access to food, so don't think that food will be scarce. We're, we're not at that point yet. Like, the food is still a possibility, so we're not going that far. But it's just more so preparing yourself mentally uh, for the the possibility that this is something that we have not encountered yet. And the level of fear that you operate with that you didn't know that you had yet until they said some shit. Yeah. Uh, 
multiply that <laughs> by whatever number you want to multiply that by and prepare yourself for that. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. You got any 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 closing thoughts on the Rona? Wash your hands. With I soap. Think, yeah. Don't just run some cold water <laughs> under your fingers and then Wait, no, I was just talking telling Sue on a live is like the kid that was trying to make hand sanitizer and one of the specialists was like, Nah, you don't have to use that because it ain't it ain't a scarcity on soap. Like <laughs> soap, like everything else is flying off the shelf except like soap 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 and water will do exactly what you hope in this and and beyond what hand sanitizer would do. Yeah. So I get that y'all can't get hand sanitizer, but you can get some soap. <laughs> you guys hear about the kid that was selling the hand sanitizer at his school? No. Squirts. <laughs> Within the, the school suspended him. I was like, see? Destroying his entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Yeah, no, he, there was a dude, I think, I want to say he was out towards the Montana area. I can't remember what complete area, but he, he wiped out, all, him and his brother wiped out all the hand sanitizer for three uh, three towns or something like that. So he had something like 17,000 bottles of, of sanitizer hmm. and they were selling it on eBay and um, and Amazon and all that uh, for, you know, anywhere from eight to seventy dollars a pop. Yeah. Uh, until like they got a hold of it and uh, they blocked them and said that anybody who else would do something like this um, is can have their account rejected for <laughs> the rest of time. Right. So it, it deterred everybody. So therefore, they they now have seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer without anywhere to sell it at. Jesus Christ, Jesus. So that's that's the type of shit that's going on out there, folks. Oh, I'll let you know. At my job, I work at a paint store. This dude kept coming in and buying up all the masks. Come to find out, he owns like his own private hardware store. Mm. He buying the boxes from us at twenty bucks, but selling them at his store for fifty. Mm. Yeah. What the, people are sick. Yeah. People are sick. So there, there's a, there's a bunch of capitalization going on out there. People, and and their their only excuse is that, ah oh, man, that was an idea that could have, <laughs> that could have put our kids, that could have put us in a real financial, uh, great financial space. But now, we just sitting we sitting on all this product with nothing to do with it. Like that's what's up, man. People people had ideas, but it's definitely shortcut ideas. Good job, folks. Um. Yeah, the the Rona. The Rona. I don't know. I don't know. We we we're here. Um let's 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 get off that shit though. And uh look into Italy. Never like, never like, mind. When you, when you <laughs> we're when you, back. No, my bad. But when you when you have a chance, just like look into what's going on in Italy. Uh get get familiar with that and just visualize that for the US for about thirty days. We we pivot? We pivot. Okay. Um my bad. No, no, no! You're good. You're good. You're good. I was, I was getting sad as y'all were talking. I was getting really, really sad. Um, new music. It was a good time for me. It's good. These last two, three weeks have been amazing. I'm amazing. Um, that is a good thing about 2020. Like 2020 doesn't have a lot of things to hang on, hang their hat on right now. Except music. <laughs> but music except is music, doing a music, great job. Music, really. music and art as a whole. Yeah. Are we? I guess Honey Boy ain't 2020. Honey Boy is 2019, right? Yeah. From a film perspective, yeah, yeah, that's 20. Yeah. That's 19. Okay. Yeah, so that was a film festival in 2019. Yeah. So the music though, the surprise, the art of the surprise album is here. The niggas with the rollouts, I'm not really checking for. 
because the roll if if you rolling it out, it probably has some deficiencies. I'm I'm learning. Mm. Um, unless you're the weekend. Unless you're weekend. I don't think the weekend has any deficiencies on that album. But I don't. I I guess. But he's selling a character, so I he's guess. exactly. So I, the niggas that's just that's because Don Tolliver was going out of his his way to tell us that wasn't no album. Hmm. Yo, you're on the pod right now. Say something positive. I just witnessed the illest shit in the world, cuz. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I In fact, that shit probably like really you you really hype. I can hear it too. <laughs> Push my favorite person on the planet, bro. He just like <laughs> niggas that be that passionate. Um, Don Tolliver, yes. Whoo, that's a special kid right there. That's a special kid. Mm-hmm. His whole rollout this week was telling us, "I don't know an album coming." <laughs> what? <laughs> and then and then it drops on Friday, and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, it was an impressive project, for sure. Extremely. Uh, we we haven't. I feel like we haven't talked enough about Royce. Um, yeah, I don't think Royce was. Royce was the pot I think we missed when we Royce dropped. I believe was that that weekend. No, oh, the it was a week, that, week before. But we didn't. We didn't talk. We talked about how, 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 some other shit. Hmm. Salute to Royce, um, White Dave, uh, Richmond's own. I love. With, I love Royce's headspace right now, man. Yes. 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 Royce is Royce is on a different planet. Um, White Dave, Richmond's own, in living color. That so White Dave has been doing probably like four or five tapes a year. Sometimes four or five songs, sometimes a ten banger, different spaces, and they sig- they keep doing these like leaps. It'd be like an incremental leap, and then it'd be a big ass leap. This in living color shit is out off the charts. Um, and then. Then we get the JLA. Hmm. Oh, this is Money's uh, area right here. Nah, because you listened to it before me. I know, but you 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 know more about JLA. So my highlights was literally Jay Z. So that's where you come into play because I don't know I don't know much JLA. I I could appreciate some of the things that he was saying, but it was just was it just was it was he- just that Jay Jay. Was such a god level of emceeing at that moment that it kind of, 
I have to go back and listen to what Jay Lake even said, and it 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 kind of felt like what was that song? Um, the first one? No, that song before uh, that Jay Elect was last. And oh, control, control, uh-huh. and he allowed Sean to be that amazing on there, mm-hmm. and then Dot do what and he then did. Dot did what he did. Yeah. So it kind of cuts off right at the end of Dot. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't agree with that because he listened to Jay Elect and all that stuff. So I get that part. And that's why I went. No, no, no. I, that's why I, I, I no, with, no, with control. I huh? definitely agree with that. Oh, okay. I, I can't tell you one of Jalex bars from <laughs> control. <laughs> and this, and 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 everybody knows how I feel about Jalex. So yeah. that's not. I don't think you're not saying anything. Oh, okay. Wrong. You're not saying I, anything wrong because I. That's how I. That's how I felt. And Joe, Joe, kind of touched on it too, but I think it might be because of the way that the tape started. It starts with Hove and Hove the 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 job that Hove did the precision that yeah. he was that he was speaking in at the top of that made me forget that I, this was even that I even clicked on it was JLX uh, project and see and th- this is where I disagree with the entire world because everybody had the same take okay when as an artist um. There's so much ego operating mm-hmm. at, at probably at the highest level sometimes mm-hmm. that you have to like the better you get, the more you're managing that and, and taking direction and taking input. Mm-hmm. Um, when they came to they came to Grammy weekend and and he knows. But part of my dream is to always because I their taste like I like I don't give a fuck if you identify as an artist or not. Nigga, your taste kind of suggests that you're an artist. Right. Mm-hmm. How you consume. So Poe and L are in the studio and L goes, nah, nigga, you should talk about this and you should do it like this. And I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but it take it does take a really long time for, it takes a long time for someone like me to get in this space to receive that type of information, but it also takes people a really long time to get in the space to give it, mm. right? So there's this exchange that's happening. I've I've met Jalek and have Lex was there. He filmed it, so thank I thank God that I don't feel like a crazy person because <laughs> I keep having these random encounters with Jalek where they're like, "Oh, you my man for real," but we don't know each other. Mm. So the first time we met, I re- like it's funny because the memory was at South by and it came up on Facebook today, so I had to repost it. Mm. That was fucking six years ago. And then the the next time was when I opened for him in 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 uh in the city and at Soundcheck. He goes. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> and Lex just happened to have the camera on. Because as he was talking to me, I'm like, nigga, why are you talking to me like you know me? <laughs> nah, the craziest part about that experience was when you walked in, he said, I know I remember that brown skin. <laughs> he did say I'm, that. I'm like, <laughs> He did <What>? say that. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was looking like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> but he was like, he was like, it was, it felt, it felt genuine. Whether it right. was or not, it felt genuine. Nah, um, on the camera, you can tell. Yeah. It was genuine. Yeah. So, all that to say, that dude's pulling from a different place. Because if he wasn't, he would have rushed an album out one. Like, it, like as soon as Exhibit C landed the way it did, he would have. He had every incentive to drop a record right then and there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I'm not pressed. Because he had, ar- he had already done Internal Sunshine. That was like, it's like an album if you wanted them heads. And I was... I was one of those heads when it dropped. So there's, you're on the context part of JLEC, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the context of JLEC, every if people had context, and the reason why I don't fuck with Joe and his take on JLEC is because 
he's bitter that Jay Elect will outrap him for one, and then, and then two, he had Jay Elect has had to do a fraction of the shit that Joe has had to do to receive the prestige that he's had to do. Sometimes less is more, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes less is significantly more, mm-hmm. especially when it when it's as great as Eternal Sunshine is. I know Joe's never listened to Eternal Sunshine. I can I bet my last dollar on it. Um, so the amount of material that exists, niggas is trying to act like it like it don't exist and it exists. Mm. He's been touring since Exhibit C and he goes out and headlines by himself and does like an hour and a half sometimes. Mm-hmm. So he got shit, got plenty of shit, you know. And it's kind of tight that it's unreleased shit because you experience experiencing it for the first time unless you've seen him a few times, mm-hmm. right? So then there's that part. Lastly, the most important part of this tape, a written testimony. It's called a written testimony for a reason. And as a fan, do you nigga, do you do y'all know what I would do if the only time one of the greatest minds in music ever came to the studio was when I called? That's real. I'm the only nigga that can get this nigga out of his house to come rap rap for real. None of y'all can but me. That's and he gonna start my shit off with bars. Like we ain't heard we ain't heard hove like this ever. And I'm yeah, the I- reason for that. That nigga was in the mat. That mean that, and I, I'm sorry. I'm I can't. I'm I, my brain just worked different. I guess. So I'm looking at it from JLX perspective. I'm going, yo, nigga, you got to hope to start your debut out. The first voice you hear on his debut album is Hove. Snapping though. Give a fuck what y'all feel about me at that point, nigga. I got Jay Z out the bed, nigga, to come rap for real. Not only that, like that whole album, the way Jay was snapping. Imagine the conversations they probably had before to get to, exactly. they went into the booth and after. Like And after. so it's it's just a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a game of games, right? Um It's a game of games. I I'll me me and this nigga <laughs> I was I was eighth grade going into ninth grade. And uh, Dylan, Dylan and his parents had a dinner at their house and invited my soon-to-be high school coach. And we always played one-on-one. Me, me, Dill, L, we always played one-on-one. But for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, in hindsight, I know exactly what it was, but Dill was like, yo, y'all playing way too serious. I'm a chill. <laughs> so me and L, and this is little, the court was, lit, it's nowhere to go. Bro, there's no move. There's nowhere to go. For real. This is going to be all post-ups. All post-ups. <laughs> all post-ups. For real. You can shoot a jumper if you want to, but why? When you can just post up. And so my my soon-to-be coach walks through the door, and I start playing hella hard. Like, hella hard, for real. But this is my... I'm playing my big cousin that I've never beaten. I want to beat him so bad. So fucking bad. <laughs> but it was always, like... I didn't win that day, but th- that was the day that I realized, like, yo, what playing up to your competition really was. Mm-hmm. The niggas, that's nice. Like, like it, and then from that day on, every time we was going to play St. Mary's, like, I just was able to, to tap into something different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit. And it's this, and then in the, in the, but this nigga would always have his best games. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> But the uh, the my sophomore year, my sophomore year, when we played at the house, and they were on it, they were on fire too. Sold out like the game was fucking packed, and our point guard got hurt, and we didn't have another point guard. And I had been begging them niggas to let me play play the one for 
two years mm-hmm. by that point, and they were just refused. They didn't have no choice that day. They just going to put me at the point. Dude. Yeah. yeah. And uh, after the game, one of the assistants goes, bro, I'm, I, I would like to apologize to you for not listening to you sooner. Mm. I remember that just being a real thing. And he goes, for a couple reasons. And Dwayne, shout out Dwayne. I wonder, I don't know if he remembers this conversation, but I'll, I'll never forget it because it sort of set the tone for how I would approach life forever after that. But he's like, one, for not listening to you and like believing in your, in you, how much you believed in yourself and your abilities. Because I was telling him, I was telling him as an eighth grader, like, yo, I'm a point guard. Like, just let me play the one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's unorthodox and it's slow, but I'm going to get from point A to point B and the, and the little hesitation and change of direction Bro, is going to be nice. We like, just missed. The uh, the the position we just missed bro. it like just G, missed it. You would have been league for show, bro. That was easy. I would at least been able to play overseas <laughs> at the easy. very least. That positionless shit would, was the was the change of all changes. But folks gotta remember, like coaches were literally so scared to think outside outside the box. outside the box. Like it was like the biggest fear. Like it was crippling Nigga, I would, fear. I would guard Big John in practice because nobody else could. Yeah. That's insane. Think about that in hindsight is crazy. Nigga, they were trying to make me a five, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but the, the the he goes for believing in yourself and your abilities for one, but for two, he was like, bro, your cousin's the best in the state. That nigga just turned up to play against. He's like, whether it was to play against, he had something to prove for the family, whatever. But he's like, I'd like to attribute it to the fact that he turned up because he was playing against you. And I was like, damn. It's like when you get the nigga to turn up. That's different. And so from from that point on, I've never sought the the salute from the fans. I just need the niggas who know for real to know for real. That's right. You know, and so when I when they start posting the pictures of Hove and J Lake in the studio, it's like, oh damn. And then the album starts and it's uh Louis Farrakhan to open. And then the first voice you hear rapping is Hove. If Jay, if I, I still have his number, but I, it's just weird with idols like that. I don't want to hit him. I should hit him and be like, salute my nigga. But, and the number's probably not the same no more either. But I wanted to hit him and be like, nigga, I'm so happy for you. Cause as a fan of him, I know how much of a fan of Hove he is. And he got Hove to open his debut record. The first voice you hear. Um, and so, People with their watches throwing two jokes and all the shit is is cute, but the type of time Hove can't get on that type of time without being around that type of time, I guess. That's real. And so, written testimony for that alone is one of those is one of the more special moments in hip hop um, because somebody who had an unorthodox ascension to be revered as one of the um, more formidable MCs, that being Jay Let Jay Let, like nigga, you don't have a you don't have a you don't even have a mixtape out, and niggas is calling you one of the best. That's unheard of. Mm. And then you start your debut with one one of the niggas that's recognized as the best to ever do it. Um, we've never seen it before, so naturally, the hate and all like it just it it makes sense that Joe and niggas like that would hate on it. It does. Yeah, I get that. I'm, I really like the project. I really like the project. I thought that it was, you know, I thought that it was cohesive. I still need to go back and listen to 
JLX parts, but at least it wasn't something that was like like he still had like it was bars that I was like okay cool you know what I mean like I get the I get the I get why he's kind of you know in that space or whatever mm-hmm. like he's not Royce to me like I think I think Royce is underappreciated but I wouldn't want to pit them together put them against against each other like that I just want to kind of put it more in like a they whenever Royce and JLX make songs together it's the most that prime that prime record they got mm. together is unreal. Mm. It's it's truly, it, and and so the Royce being undervalued is different because Royce has hella bodies of work for us to reference. And so that be my confusion with these fucking purists. Mm. It's like the niggas that's nice y'all don't support no way. Mm. Kendrick said that shit years ago. It's like y'all really don't give a fuck about who the best rapper is because if that was the case, yeah. Killer Mike would Killer be a Mike fucking be billionaire. You know what I'm saying? So niggas be pretending like they care, but them lo-fi backpack niggas don't support shit. That's wrong. Ever. Niggas not buying nothing at all. So it's like, oh, nigga, you went mainstream. You sold out. Nigga, that's who fucking paying and supporting. You lo-fi backpack niggas don't support shit. So which 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 one is it? Pick a side. And that was Kanye's whole argument about the culture, bro. Man. Man. People, people didn't read that correctly either. They, <laughs> they, never, like they never do when it's about them. Ever. My bad. That shit just mean a lot to me. <laughs> we didn't talk about Chalumbo. Nigga, I'm not talking to you about Chalumbo <laughs> at all. This nigga's a sicko. So we're, we're on our workout shit. He been on his shit. And so it'll be up at five. He'll drop his playlist or whatever he listening to. Like one of he'll screenshot one of the joints that's fucking like he fucking with that day. This nigga sends us. No, you don't even send us. You say something about the Janae shit go crazy in the gym. What kind of serial killer do you have to be to work out to fucking R&B Janae Aiko nigga in the gym? Nah, I was saying like the lead up to Janae, like I didn't even know Janae was dropping that day, but it was a Friday and I was listening to Janae and this shit and I was like, damn, this is a perfect workout album. Like she getting her shit off and it makes you feel a type of certain type of way, you know what I mean? Cause you always want it like for me personally, like I'm like, I'm a purist at heart when it comes to like understanding the, the woman's brain. Or just the brain, just brains in general. How men's brain work, how women's brain work, and when you bring those two together, because because them things do not communicate with each other well. Man. You know what I mean? So like, listening to like a full on women's perspective. So I was listening up to that point. I had started off with Baduism. So to let you know, like my trajectory for that day in the gym that day. No, and, and on Monday of that week. Oh, okay, okay. So like, I started off with Baduism, not even knowing. Like, I was listening to Baduism. I listened to FK Twigs. I listened to in the uh, gym. I listened to Amy Winehouse in the gym. In the gym. That was my week. I'm, in, I'm impressed. That was my week, bro. I'm so impressed. by the time I got to Friday and Janae dropped, I was like, "Oh, this is like." Oh, I'm on to him. I'm on to you. This bro. is like. I'm on to you. This is divine intervention. I'm on to you. I'm not. It ain't even fly no more. You was the, <laughs> it's not you even was, fly. You no was more. the flyest nigga until I just figured you out. What are you talking about, bro? You was trying to give off them pheromones in the gym. You not even slick. You not slick. Baby, you walk past you like, is he listening to Amy? Yo, I'm only you caught, bro. Nah, bro. That ain't even how I was doing. That oh my god, my nigga just said he was listening to Baduism on Monday in the gym. I know what that means. Fam, you caught. Catch a four leaf clover, bro. <laughs> Catch a four leaf L, you sick for listening to that shit in the gym? And Monty, you sick 
for coming up with that idea. <laughs> that, that's why he's doing it. I don't know why I'm here. Oh. Real life, man. That I'm not fucking great. with L. <laughs> that shit was great. I'm not man. fucking with L at all. I'm over this nigga, bro. Come on, man. I'm over L. Oh shit. You you busted, bro. <laughs> I'm busted. You Come busted, on, man. You busted. Don't do that. Oh man. That's hella funny though. So, how do we feel about the surprise albums? Uh, I like the wave, bro. Like, do you? I, I do. I do like the wave. Like I like coming, like because because I'm up so early on, like every day. So when it does hit, because I don't, I go to bed early, so I don't listen to things when it comes out. Was that Thursday evening when it when it hits? I don't even know what the hell happened yet. So by the time Friday morning comes and it's a surprise and I wasn't even ready for, it, and yeah. I get to look on the list of suggesteds. Then it's 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 a, it's a nice surprise, bro. To tell you the truth, so I, I fuck with it, and then that gives you a chance to ca- be caught off guard and yeah. not have an expectation beforehand on um, on what on what you you just don't you just don't know what to expect just yet. Yeah, and I'm with I'm with that part of it because I think you can definitely play yourself into something and think about what something is before it actually is. If you get to see a title, if you get to see a ch- um, the, the 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 list. And see who's featured on it, and see mm-hmm. a particular song. You you can psych yourself out of the the art of it. Yeah. In my in my in my part. In my no, part. I like I like it a lot because it kind of it takes it does exactly what you just talked about. It it takes all the like bells and whistles away, and it's like yo, it's just about the music for a little bit, or the creativity of the upset rollout, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also appreciate the people who are still doing rollouts too, because they have the budget to do so. Go do your New York press run, billboards, all the shit. That just that just kind of puts you in another class of being able to do so. Um, but do you see that as gimmicky now? No, like, like not 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 the uh, surprise rollouts, but the actual rollout now. When you see the when you see the lists and you get to see the features, Mm-mm. because like it kind of feels like that's the driving force for it, which yeah. it has always been. Yeah. Uh, but is that now? Because if it, because it comes back and you don't do the numbers that you were expecting to do with that, with that rollout, do, then does that hurt it? I do more? attribute that to just the 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 product being subpar. Mm. Um, okay. If you do if you do the roll the, the rollout the standard rollout and you aren't able to and you aren't able to a, a, achieve the spins that you were hoping to, mm. then the music would just step hard. Mm. And, that, and I feel like that goes for everybody. Because mm. um, anything that's supposed to cut through in the last five years mm-hmm. has, right? Am I, am I wrong about that? Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I feel like anything that was supposed to work and we were supposed to receive and was supposed to have popularity and supposed to unanimously be dope, we acknowledge it unanimously as dope. Solange's album... Uh, Channel Orange, like a lot. Well, that well, that actually. Now that you say that, though, that might be us. That might be the proof that we're moving into a whole new wave of of uh, independency. Yes, yes, that was my. That was yeah. Okay, exactly. Okay, yep, okay, exactly. Okay, exactly. Um, independent. That's got to be super scary for like the the landscape because Thank that you. means that you really have to have great art. So, so this is so this is the evolution to not of worry about what that number coming back is and that number being higher than even what your personal projection proje- the, proje- uh, projection was. Shout out to Or It's Lord. the Real. Shout out to It's the Real. Um I don't I don't listen to their podcast enough. I feel like because they they've, they've had some interviews recently that have been dope, but they did a whole 
uh, a Rockefeller rep, uh, celebration type deal where they had Biggs, Freeway, Jim Jones. They had a bunch of uh, Lenny S. They had a bunch of the the people who were the foundation of Rockefeller Freeway. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about how it was built, for real. And one of the points that they kept reiterating is like, yo, independence is sort of the wave now, but Dame and them were independent in a, on a whole different yeah, stratosphere at a, time, yeah. at a time where the money, uh, the, uh, the machine, the money machines were different, mm-hmm. right? So they shop hove over and over again. Everybody says no and passes on Jay Z, and so Dame goes, "Let's just do it ourselves," and they just did it themselves out of necessity. And now we talk about them and we revere them in a way, but they eventually partnered faster because their ascension was so fast. It's like, okay, they're causing a ruckus. Let's pick them up. No limit causing a ruckus. Let's pick them up. Cash money causing a ruckus. Rap a lot. Let's pick Let's grab them up now. Mm-hmm. Um, these different labels. And, and so now the evolution of that fast forward to 2020, it's like how artists are, how artists are doing it and fully jumping off out the window as game changers and storytellers and, mm. and not compromising because there isn't some weird partnership where some label has some sort of agenda or some other political partners where they're kind of nudging um, the artist to tell a particular story. No, artists are just getting their shit off. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. Salute to Kendrick and Dave Free with the PG Lang shit. Like, it's a lot That's of fly about. shit going on right now that that would suggest that art as a whole is moving into a really, really great space. Uh, salute to Joe and everything they're doing with the podcast and, and Puff or Revolt and Title. I can't, I can't reiterate enough. Like we not, we, the show y'all know by now, the show isn't sponsored on anyone by anyone DSP, but I can't reiterate enough for people of color to go fuck with Title. Seriously. Like, I'm not even asking no more or trying to be nice about it. Go fuck with title because of what it means for creators of color and what it means for artists on the payout backside. Um, yeah, that's my little shameless plug. Right. We 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 are we are running low on time, L. I uh, I got to get I have I have one topic that's pretty near and dear to me, but I'm not pressed to get it off because we could have that conversation anytime do you have anything left on your list that you absolutely need to talk, would want to talk about mm. no nah, i nah, see a couple good ones so no nah, it kind of it kind of passed but they we already talked about the stuff that's at the bottom uh-huh. uh mm, no nah, not really because uh the only stand, the stand corrected part was just me having a conversation with a friend um regarding the um the uh how we our conversation that we had two weeks ago uh-huh. um, about the about how we uh, I'm just gonna let that one go. Like, no, no, no. What, I'm, what, what was? No, I'm good on that one. So it was go, something we, we got wrong, huh? It was something we got wrong. Uh, in a in a in a way, it it was it wasn't the complete story, but I, I, we can hold off on that one for another time. Okay. Um, I was raising kids according to the environment Ooh, was interesting. That one was like jumping out. At yeah, me. yeah. So raising kids according to the according toward their environment was interesting because you think about we've talked about it before, uh, but uh, the level of fear that you have to instill in your children mm. in um, in impoverished areas mm. um, to be prepared for the world ahead of them um, is a lot different than the kind of uh, coddling or 
um, uh, cuddling or even just allowing um, someone to progressively come into their own with nonstop opportunities of um, uh, nonstop opportunities of, 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 of failure being possibilities, but not being able to really see failure um, in its entirety uh, was just interesting to me. Um, I kind of witnessed it a bit um, on, I think it was a show I was watching or something, but I just got to see, um, you know, a single mom um, dealing with having two sons and both sons were like, you know, intense, you know, intense people to have to deal with. but that's only because of the world that they're going to be living in. They didn't understand just yet what she was doing. And you could just see it on the, uh, on the adult end, what, what the preparation was like. And that you, you know, it's kind of like a, um, how to put them in their place or you have to, um, you have to instill, you have, you have to have certain conversations with them every single day hmm. um, out of necessity uh, because once they leave the fear of when they leave your site, the possibilities that can that they can get themselves into and they still would get themselves into them yeah. and just hope that, you know, in some in some shape, in some shape or form that they would uh, they would tap into one of those talks or yeah. one of those whoopings or one of those, you know, moments where it's just like. I fear something at home a little bit more than I fear at this particular situation or um, she might be right. And just the subconscious checks in and allows them not to do what their initial instinct is. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a, it's, it's a very layered uh, deal because it's exactly the world that I grew up in. Hmm. Um, And I always say that the world that I grew up in and my youth um, is there's nothing uh nothing there's nothing else there's no other way to um to acknowledge that besides saying that there was another power in place than just the the people in my initial circle being great human beings that absolutely. helped me like absolutely. helped me see the world differently absolutely it's it's completely different than that because i there's too many points and too many moments that i was in that could have went a completely different way and too many people that I've been around whose lives did go a different way that I'm still around with the with the with the knowledge and the understanding and the awareness and the and the drive and the attention to detail um there just no just no other way to explain that part so I just you know that that was just an interesting topic for me no man I, I I when you sent that this morning I was looking for whatever reason I zeroed in on that one. Um, and with, with context and you explaining it, I'm glad that it, it resonated as much as it did. Um, I don't know, man. Cause I've been talking to the homies that are, that are, that are fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I put an emphasis on the, the homies that are fathers more so, um, because it, it feels, it feels it, it, although it shouldn't, it is extremely unique to be surrounded by so many dads who are active mm-hmm. and hands-on. Lex is here, SK is here. I spent a majority of time with Kevin Allen, uh, Kev Choice, DJ D Sharp, um, Brookfield Deuce, uh, shout out to Deal, Ivan, Basta, 
a lot of my creative homies in the media circle are are dads, mm. right? And and are active. And um, <laughs> a lot of them have different perspectives on reproduction, especially right now, and and what they know. Yeah, yeah. You know what they what they know now as 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 active dads, right? Mm. Um, and the conversation that continues to come up is the fear in and around, like how much, how much, how much to give, mm. how much not to give, how much to make them earn, to how you know hands and hands on, hands off suffering, and all these different little nuanced things that. Um, God bless my mother. She was figuring out on the fly. Mm. Um, and to this day. And I and, and this fuck crazy enough. This leads into the the one thing that I did want to talk about: mm-hmm. um, empathy and addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know any medical medical approaches or terms on how to deal with any of that shit. But I do know the amount of space that was afforded by my single mother, mm-hmm. and the amount of you know, whatever, whatever, whatever her and my dad's relationship was, she ain't never go out her way to make me feel one way or another about bro. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that so, oh, you see that so many times over and over again and vice versa mm-hmm. for that matter. Um, their relationship was their relationship. And I imagine they had all kind of horrible shit to say about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't my reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I, to this day, I don't know if there's anything, I don't know if there's anything that I'm more grateful for, especially having been in relationships with single moms, having access to the homies who were raised by their mother, who have horror stories about their fathers and, and, and vice versa, the dads who would shit on the moms. Like that shit creates a whole nother sort of set of issues. You got to work through as a human, as a, as an adult human mm. that fucking make it impossible. And that's not my reality. That hasn't been my reality. Right. Mm. Um, so in this unique space that I'm in with my dad right now, I'm able to really, really see bro, mm. like for real, for real, like, and what he needs from me right now. Um, and it's unorthodox. It's different. It's it's asking a lot of me, but it also feels so worth it mm-hmm. um, to to tap into something larger than me and to be exactly what he needs, not what I think he. Fuck my ego and what I think I know. I don't know shit, mm-hmm. you know. And for whatever reason, like, like I was, I, I wrote my sisters this fucking essay of a text message this morning because I I was I, I inside. Writing songs. I haven't written a word for the, for the last two projects. This just writing is is it's more channeling, right? Mm-hmm. Like now it is, and so I I've had to become more cognizant of when I'm being channeled to say something. Like I don't, I, I we talk about assertiveness and speaking up and all this shit. Like that's something that I've worked tremendously on and is is at the forefront of my brain of like speaking up because I'm. I'm my my nature is to suppress and to not speak up and that manifests in weird ways where it fucks up relationships and shit too. So it's like, let me try to speaking up, but the responsibility with speaking up comes you gotta you gotta process a lot faster. Mm. And 
I wasn't a fast processor, so I was liable to say some shit really wrong or really hurtful or really mean, even especially when I'm hurt, right? Because mm. it's a, a fear thing. I'm hurt. I'm scared. Oh, uh, let me let me let me say something crazy, you yeah. know. And so and so so I, because I didn't want to do that, I wouldn't say anything. I just go quiet. Y'all call it money mode, and that that didn't feel good either because yeah. it was it's it, it alienates you in a really uncomfortable way that's not your intent but you just don't know what to say mm. so excuse me thinking of that it's been it's been a it's been work 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 working on that and trying to say shit that's on your heart and not suppress it so i write my sisters as long as essay and in it is in it is just trying to tap into a supreme level of empathy to be exactly what we're supposed to be for somebody. And it may require efforts that we didn't even know we were capable of, capable of thresholds we didn't know we possessed. Mm. Um, and I, and, and, and with that too, those in the environments that you speak of, you you 100% right that there was something else looming over and guiding and protecting the other vessels that were there to protect us and guide us and feed us and clothe us and and all these different things but then there would be those days when them vessels were nowhere around and you still would survive but it would be hearkening back or tapping into information or game that they gave i can't i can't tell you how many times i've been in situations bro where my life was on the line and your dad's voice would ring so fucking loud of what to do immediately. Mm. But it would be from conversations that I was rolling my eyes at at the time because he unk getting his talking bag and you'd be like, bruh. But when you need it the most, that shit show up. Yeah, that's Same thing with grandma. Like, grandma get on her, her, her shit where she just get to talking. He's like, come on, G. And when I need it the most, that shit would pop up every fucking time. But to go along with that, mm-hmm. I drove down 90th and Bancroft the other day, just on some like I went to I went to pick something up on 73rd. And yeah. it's like, man, let me slide by the house. Let's go see what it looks like. Yeah. Just, just real quick, just go see. Yeah. And how comfortable my mom was with break by. Be over there for days. Yeah. And and now I have friends moving into the east, moving into the rich, going, um, how how what's the what's the the, the crime like? Yeah, I wasn't. I don't I don't remember that shit being dangerous, bro. Like mm. not for real. I know what it was. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, but I do. What I do remember. What I do remember, is the is the sort of anxiety and the anxiousness that would come when we were alone, but never when I was being passed off. Whether it would be to y'all house, um, shit, our block for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, when when uh, when Unc and them stay, when Unc stayed in North, like you hear all these notorious ass stories. That just shit just wasn't my reality, you know. Yeah. But but I attribute that to the way people move too, though. Yeah, like I think that's yeah. a big thing because I had so many. Like I had so many partners that was like in Acorn and mm. we playing on the on the Acorn Project uh, outdoor courts, yeah. or doing dribbling drills um, over the, from speed bump to speed bump um, in the middle of the street out there, and it's just like and it was so much it was so much 
surrounding danger, but that's where you felt comfortable within. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes. if, if there wasn't danger involved, then you're unsettled. You know what I mean? And that's just that's just getting to the next stage of life that you weren't ready for. You're not ready for uh, things to become easier yet because you don't have the necessary tools for hmm. all of the idle time that comes with, Man. Um, you know, not having immediate uh, sensories on level 11 for 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 dangerous activity bro that's just like that, that that comes in stages but i but i can say that the appreciation factor of uh of being in the middle of that so i can recognize it uh later on in life yeah where i don't need to be there in order to say that hey i am hard hmm. you know what i mean like i don't need i don't i don't have that draw you yeah. know what i mean like man, I, I know what, what what my life entails <laughs> you know what i mean like and I know what that is, you know what I mean. I recognize it clear as day. Yeah. But it it I I, I attribute that to environment. I attribute that to what we prov- what we ha- what we had access to, um, whether it was little or whatever. Um, the feeling of it was still though that we had support, and that was everything for a growing child that has all of the tools to run this motherfucker up. You know what I mean? Like that's that part Man. that part is very that part is very Man. important. You know what I mean? Like there there's too much there's too much that's in the in the details. Yes. Uh for you to be immaculate in another in, in the next stage as long as you get to the next stage. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's a you know environment was important for the for youth so i definitely had to talk about that i was gonna just talk about the fact that in a lot of those stages like you just you're getting into those battles those Mm. daily battles you know like i've had some wild talks with my parents yeah um as a youth yeah uh without the full scope of what they do for me you know Mm. what i mean like (laughs) you know what i'm saying like me just talking as if nigga this is me you know what i'm saying like without knowing you know like you know, my dad's background like that, or yeah, even yeah. knowing like uh, my mom's background like Fast. that. And was having to have those conversations, the way they talked to me yeah. was, was in the manner of, of, of an adult. Like, yeah. you know, like there ain't no, we're not about to baby you about this. Like yeah. we're going to have some real talks. Yeah. We're going to get in each other's faces and it's going to be some moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I can only appreciate that because that got me ready to go when I had to talk and have these conversations with, um, you know, you know, and in in a lot of these business rooms and like yeah. just how this like the in in front of people who, um, who you would think has a high status, but they 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 crumble hmm. next to somebody who is, is 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 sure of what they're saying, or is, or or is open to being wrong, as long as you present it. In a way that, as long as you as long as you present it and it and it and it factors into what you know to this point, Jesus. but we gotta have those type of conversations. A lot of people ain't ready to have those conversations. They ain't been in those. They ain't been in those moments to take to you take ain't that seen, in. You ain't seen shit for real. You ain't got yeah. it. You know, and that's the. And you can I, have all this money, but you ain't got it. You ain't got it. You know and what I mean? That's the part. That's the part that's so important. Like, I know my, my mom. My mom frequently apologizes for like how hard shit was. And I try to convince her she don't have shit to apologize for because I do feel like it gave me a unique advantage on like processing. Mm-hmm. 
and not just not being mad judgmental or thinking the world owes me anything like her her thing was important her thing she i think she feels like and mom she because she listens she'll correct me whether i'm wrong or not but i think she feels like she was overly hard on me especially because i'm mad sensitive you know it's like so once she realized like how sensitive i was she was like fuck i'm way too hard (laughs) on them you know um but she was being cognizant of how fucked up this world is and raising raising a man. Mm-hmm. Like she was her her focus be, her focus focus became like he can't be soft, he can't let niggas run over him. He's you know, like I, I remember I remember her just changing. 100%. Like we, we left and it was just us and she was like, My nigga, like you're gonna have to figure some shit out quick, right? And so it became exactly what you said. Like it wasn't this sort of filtering and diluting of the information. It was like raw and really direct. And I remember the first few times is being like, she hates me. And it's like, and then you go, oh, she fuck with me for real. You know, and so really early, we left when I was six, seven, seven. So really early, my love language became really hard truths, right? Mm-hmm. So if you fuck with me, you're going to tell me I'm fucking up for mm-hmm. real. You know, you're going to tell me my breath stank. I need a shower, like all that. You're going to, you, if you fuck with me for real, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and identifying that fairly early because of her mm. and her and our rapport um, and that environment thing. And mm. so I know now as, as somebody who aspires to be a dad and a husband, Man. what I struggle with now is if that's not my reality with my child, do I still what what do I give them? What what do I make them earn? What do what can I protect them from? Can I protect them from anything for real? Um, because a lot of the parents who 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 did that are going fuck. I regret it because they don't have that dog in them. Maybe they maybe no kid is supposed to have that dog. Like I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that because like that was another that was the second part to that to what I was talking about as far as that environment thing is that you had that environment in order for you to survive your element. Yeah. Um, and then you run it up to another level. Yeah. And from there, your children then runs it up to a whole nother level. Yeah. So the need to have certain type of dogs, you can still instill in them a dog mentality that had, that's more business driven yeah. or uh, more ready for, you know some of these interactions that you're gonna have yeah but it's not it doesn't have to be like survival mode information bro <laughs> like the, like shit, I, I wouldn't wish that. that on my worst enemy dude but it's like it, it's it literally has shaped us right Correct. so Completely. i think Completely. that's Completely. the that's the conundrum where it's Completely. like well if it shaped us for the better how much bad did we inherit too though you know i think that's our I think that's our cue <laughs> the tambourine <laughs> <laughs> um no updates, not not much. Uh, tune in to the, subscribe to the YouTube channel, share, like, comment, rate the pod. Um, yeah, man, I, I follow the IG page, follow sure. LG, follow Lex, Let's Bubble Production, uh, follow SK Slapwagon, um, and this is the Meet the Brave podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Love, love. Yep.